0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. In the issue of high oil prices is set to be aired in Parliament today, with 11 members of Parliament having filed questions on measures the government is taking to soften its impact. And motorists in Singapore have been feeling the pinch as petrol prices remain at record highs.
1: Now, the price of petrol has dipped over the past week, but it's still above the $3 per litre mark. Now, the surge in oil prices have been widely attributed to supply disruptions resulting from Russia's war with Ukraine.
0: So let's find out about these and the underlying causes of this with Zakir Hussain, Singapore editor at The Straits Times, joining us now on the phone. Good afternoon, Zakir. Afternoon, yeah. So, Zakir, the government reacted to the spike in pump fuel prices in the short to medium term. What have they been saying? So I think
2: the message was clear from the finance minister this afternoon that, you know, there are concerns and, and they've acknowledged that. But the best way to deal with the impact of rising prices is to continue with the broad-based support for households in need. You know, but there would be no move on reducing or suspending fuel duties or to provide road tax rebates because to do so would be counterproductive and effectively amount to a subsidy on private transport.
1: Hmm. Mm. I think you mentioned something about uh, Mr Wong talking about more household support and I know you watched the same session as we did and, right, and yeah. he didn't indicate you know, what kind of support though. So are there widespread expectations or, or would you say expectations would be realistic that the government might actually dish out more financial support for needy families that were not announced yeah. in the budget?
2: So I think what was clear, you know, they've announced $100 worth of CDC vouchers to all Singaporeans. That's going to come by the middle of May. But there will be additional support for lower income households. And they've, you know, announced a minimum of uh, six month support for all new applicants for ComCare assistance Mm. between April and September and in fact, households who are already on such short-term assistance, basically, you know, because a family member is temporarily disabled or out of a job or transitioning between careers and really is in need of help. So they get uh, considerable support to help them tide over that period. And they've, you know, given a minimum of six months for them, as well as those who are already on this support will have it extended for another three months if they need more help. Right. But at the same time, they'll also get a bit of help with public transport fares. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, something to the amount of $60, I think, in terms of additional subsidy for public transport vouchers.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, Zakir, let's talk about electricity consumption. The second mm-hmm. minister for trade and industry, Tan Leng, said that it is not tenable for the government to subsidize electricity consumption mm-hmm. here. Did he give any alternatives or any reasons why?
2: main impact is you know Singapore's really a price taker we are affected by rising prices elsewhere mm-hmm. but at the same time you know there's a need to get firms to also double down on operating more efficiently and sustainably. Okay. And he assured businesses of help to help them in the transition. And this includes applying for existing Mm grants. you know, for instance, to be more energy efficient, Mm -hmm. to optimize energy use. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't elaborate on that, but one immediate sort of example that comes to mind is, for instance, a lot of uh, office buildings or or even premises, you know, use air conditioning. Right. Mm -hmm. But many of them, you know, perhaps may not turn off the air condition, you know, during the 12 hours, they're not in operation. Mm -hmm. or they turn on the air conditioning during the day. There are various ways to maybe, you know, turn on Mm -hmm. the air con, for instance, during the hours when you're not operating so the premises are cooled. So I guess
0: what he's trying to say is uh, they're not going to be giving subsidies, but it is up to every business, every individual, every consumer. So did
1: he say he wasn't giving? Well, they said it's not not tenable
0: for the government to continue indefinitely, Mm -hmm. right? So it's up to us to do our part. Pretty mm. much. That's right.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I think sometimes we need to take, you know, the messages coming out from you know authorities or whatever parties you know uh, in totality mm-hmm. right because the government yep. has been pushing you know managing climate change to businesses and individuals mm-hmm. right so if we were to take a step back and look at things you know from a broader bigger picture when it comes to dealing with these issues it's not direct handouts right. you know are not like it was mentioned a tenable solution in but the there long are term.
0: grants to transform i guess to more energy efficient yeah. i guess there are as what Zakir was alluding yeah. to
1: earlier yeah but here's a topic that came up which is quite significant right it, it, it is a significant change. It relates to the Minister of Law's announcement, mm-hmm. right, that a public defender's office will be formed to ensure that those who don't have the means to hire a lawyer will be represented if they ever find themselves in court. Maybe, okay. Like you can tell us what the practice is currently and how this changes things.
2: Yeah, so the practice is currently, with there is a scheme called the Criminal Legal Aid Scheme. So, uh, you know, needy households in need of legal representation can approach it. And it's quite heavily subsidized by the government and funded. But in a way, it's not blanket in the application process and all. And the income ceilings rather low. What the new move will mean is I think it will cover perhaps up to a third of resident households should they fall on the wrong side of the law. And it will really cover all offenses except, you know, traffic or littering offenses or major offenses like, say, gambling or organized crime. But it, what it really means is those, you know, who are, At the bottom end of the income scale, Mm. can qualify to have a public defender or full time lawyer represent them in court. Mm. And this is really in line with what's in place in many other jurisdictions in Britain and Australia. But at the same time, I think what the minister stressed was they've put in place safeguards to make sure that this is not abused, Mm. you know, and that it really should only go to the most deserving cases. Mm,
1: Yeah. But it'll be interesting because a lot of times, I think in Singapore, aid is given in accordance to the type of housing you have. Oh, that's mm. right. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. hopefully that would not become the case because, you know, sometimes the type of housing you have may be a matter of choice as well. Yes, that's mm. true. That's true. That's always the yeah. case. Yeah, so hopefully, if- you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm thinking for the long term, just in case, for myself. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that good go about, you know, breaking any law, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah. No, but I think in the case, I mean, this, this would also benefit, I think,
2: vulnerable groups, right? Mm. For instance, mm. those who are
0: really poor. Mm. That's right. Zakir, mm. so one last thing. Any other highlights that jumped out from Parliament? I mean, in the last few uh, minutes while we were talking.
2: Well, a lot of it had to do with sort of the, you know, ministerial statements. Mm-hmm. But I think one change you were expecting. uh, to be announced today, it's on the order paper, are sort of possible changes to the law on adoption to basically, you know, bring it closer in line with international practice, but also to, I think, really streamline existing Mm -hmm. uh, guidelines on adoption.
0: All right, those are some things uh, we need to look forward to in your reports tomorrow and the rest of the week on The Straits Times. Zakir. Zakir Hussain is the Singapore editor of The Straits Times, joining us here on SG Extra. The SG Extra podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.